I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Stuart Scanlon. And I'm Mark Donovan. And this is the Bad Screenplays Podcast. Me and Mark used to write comedy screenplays and TV shows. Unfortunately, we didn't get anywhere. So we've decided to pick through and review other people's efforts to see where we went wrong and have a laugh along the way. Yep, in each episode, I'll send Mark a script. He sends one to me and we read them out totally unseen. Send your screenplays to us at badscreenplayspodcast at gmail.com. All right, Mark, you're first this week. Yes, that's right. Um, Stu has just sent me a script called The Bet. The Bet. Title doesn't give away much, but... uh, No, it doesn't. I've got no idea what to expect. Internal of Arnold's room. In the room with posters of dragons and wizards. A 20-something-year-old nerd sits. His name is Arnold, and he's sitting at a table with cards in front of him. A doorbell rings, and then Arnold's grandma yells with his grandparents are handled by the sound of it <laughs> uh, I'm not I, do you know what I'm sneering at this guy I'm, I'm the biggest Dungeons and Dragons nerd going <laughs> oh so, you'll like this one then <laughs> alright uh, grandma voiceover Arnold your little friend Willie is here <laughs> little Willie little uh, Willie <laughs> Arnold's friend Willie quickly opens the door it is revealed that he's a fellow dork in his mid-thirties. Okay, so a 20-something-year-old nerd and a mid-thirties dork. Yes. I wonder where they met. Yeah. <laughs> he closes the door behind him and sits in the chair across from Arnold. During this, they both give each other an evil glare. Okay. I, I think I think it's, um, it's about to heat up. I think uh, Willie might be here for business. Oh, he's coming in big Willie style. Hello, Reaper. It's been a long time since we've done battle. 
<laughs> I love it. Face to face as well. You know that's. Like, you know, I know in, in his room with the posters on the wall, staring each other off. They can smell each other's weak old bo. <laughs> <laughs> and cheap like uh, links um, <laughs> imitation yeah. of aerosol from a home and bargain or something <laughs> Arnold that is very true ex-assassin so with that remark I know that you're ready to battle once more but I must warn you sorry it's probably just like this but I must warn you <laughs> since the last time we fought I have grown in strength and wisdom <laughs> <laughs> That's what Arnold talks. I'm not doing I like that. it. I like that. Uh, Willie slowly leans towards Arnold. I must warn you as well, I have too. After a few seconds pass, Arnold breaks away from his cold exterior. Did you go to Cosmo Comics? Willie also breaks his character. Of course, did you? Arnold, you know it. Willie, and how did you get the money for the new spell cards? Continued. Okay, so they're best buds by the sound of it. Yeah. Playing a role. Role play, if you will. Role play. Continued. Arnold, my grandpa gave me birthday money a little bit early. How about you? Fucking hell. Willie, I got my allowance today. He's in his 30s. He's I never got onto that the first time. <laughs> he's getting he, gets birth- he gets birthday money from the grandpa he lives with. Wow. And uh, Willie gets an allowance. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let's paint a picture of D&D guys. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know what? I've, I've, I've got a job. <laughs> I'm as big a dog as these two. I've got a job. Anyway, Arnold, that's right. Today is Saturday. Willie, it sure is. Arnold and Willie snap back into their fantasy personas. Arnold, well, I suppose it's time for your defeat. Willie, no Reaper, my true nemesis. It's time for yours. Arnold, <laughs> ex-assassin, the war has begun. I love these names. Arnold slams a card on the table and has a picture of a wizard dressed in a white cloak. Willie, you've already thrown your white wizard at me. And you, knowing that it upsets the gods, well... Sounds like a clansman. <laughs> fucking hell, it does, doesn't it? Oh, you white wizard. God, he's going, uh, he's going in strong. What's his name? The guy who was um, the head of the, the KKK. Oh, that weird-looking guy, David... He was Duke? depicted... I think it was a David Duke. It's definitely like an alliteration it, name. He doesn't look like your pure meathead, evil, no. whatever. He looks like... Do you remember at the end of that movie, The Zodiac? Um, yeah. When the guy goes into that hardware store and he just eyeballs the Zodiac killer and he knows it and he knows it and they're just staring off. Yeah. He looks like that pure, that level of evil. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> David Duke, you're right. He just looks like a proper little pencil neck fucking gobshite. But um, he's capable of just horrible things. Yeah, he's got, a, a, like, the worst, like, <laughs> rotted core imaginable. He was yeah. depicted by um, that Topher Grace, wasn't he, in Black Klansman. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he actually looks a lot like him, you know. He's, he's got a, the same similar sort of look and all that. Anyway. Imagine him, like, doing um, doing his car insurance or something, something menial, like, yeah. D-U-K-E, and your profession, Mr. Duke. <laughs> yeah. I'm the grand dragon of the... <laughs> yeah, the bringer of un- unimaginable amounts of hate across America. Yeah, a bringer of fury and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. I'll just put you working computers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I will satisfy the lust of your death with this card I sent you. Willie flies his card around like, like at Eagle and slides his <laughs> card down on the table. 
It's caught as a hawk shooting the best of cold air out of its mouth. <laughs> I can imagine what that looks like. I screech coming out of its mouth or something. <laughs> oh god, some sort of blizzard breath. Um, yeah. Arnold sarcastic. No, not the ice hawk. You have increased your strength but not your wisdom. With a smug look on his face, Arnold slides his next card on the table. Arnold continued. I will attack you with the two-headed fire dragon. Willie calmly looks at the card and smiles. Willie, I expected that from you since that was the same two-headed fire dragon that defeated me the last time we crossed paths. Oh, he saw this coming. He saw it coming. Willie slowly sets down a card with a white snake on it. However, it looks in all honesty like a giant penis. <laughs> all right, then. I think that's what White Snake were going for, weren't they? The band. Oh, was it? Maybe. I, I mean, all of those sort of um, glam bands were just every song was about sex, wasn't it? It's all innuendo, yeah. And then you look at what the real. I know it's not the, what one of those bands. What Pearl Jam actually means, and you go, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a bit, a bit horrible. Ooh, um, Willie. Um, that is why I summon the awesome power of the mushroom head White Spit Snake. Yeah, it sounds like a dick as well. Okay. Arnold once again breaks out of character. Arnold, that doesn't be my two-headed fire dragon. Willie gets out of character as well. Willie, it most certainly does. Arnold, there's no way in Hades. Willie, <laughs> would you like to make a bet on it? Arnold, I sure would. Willie, fine, let's shake on it. Arnold, all right then. The two of them shake hands, but as they finish, they realise they never wagered anything. I'm very good at gambling, are they? I don't imagine you see them down the uh, the William Hill on a Saturday no. afternoon, <laughs> dressed in uh, in LARP. Laughers. Willie. Oh my god. But what is the penalty for the loser, Arnold? The penalty for you when you lose is you'll have to put on the hat of shame for a whole day. Not the hat of shame. Arnold points at a hot pink baseball cap and says douchebag <laughs> Willie Arnold owns that cap yeah. <laughs> yeah. owner yeah does Willie. it come with the game <laughs> well they just have to hand them out into the shop to these guys and they walk yeah they spot them in the mall and go yeah you need this <laughs> Willie very well then if you lose then you let me think for a second oh yes you'll have to buy me a Bill Cosby impersonator to hang out with me all day long Fucking hell. <laughs> I think this is written pre Bill Cosby sex crimes. This is from 2010, and Mr. Cosby's uh, didn't. <laughs> 2014 was when um, the allegations really started to fly for Mr. Cosby. So 2010, he was probably still quite prolific and undetected, wasn't he? Yeah. But, but we didn't know about it. Plain sight. Oh, God. But what he's saying, hire me a Bill Cosby impersonator. I mean, I don't imagine they're easy to come by. I, right? Is that just a comedian who looks a bit like Bill Cosby? Maybe. Or any convicted rapist? <laughs> I mean, take your pick. Fucking hell, they're everywhere. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, Doc. Willie, I suppose you can ask your other grandpa for your birthday money a little bit early as well. I mean, what's the matter? Do you think you are mistaken? I don't, I don't understand that. Arnold. No, I don't, in fact. I will call the source right now. Willie. The source. Arnold. Yes. The source himself. Why are you frightened in what the future has in store for you? Willie. <laughs> I'm confident in my choice, so call him if you must. 
Arnold picks up the phone on the table with no hesitation. Willie gets intimidated by this quickness but says nothing. He's calling his bluff by the sounds of it here. Yeah. Arnold is waiting for the line to pick up and there is an answer. Hello, Mrs. Jackson. I need to talk to the source. I mean, Stevie. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, this is Arnold. Oh, Kevin, my goldfish. He's doing so much better now that I switched this food. Thanks for the tip. It helped out tremendously. <laughs> so this guy, this, this guy, the source, he's like the, the oracle. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he's like... D&D. The, the sort of... In the hierarchy of these dorks, he's like right at the top. Right. Willie clears his throat as if he's telling Arnold to hurry up. Continued. Arnold continued. Mrs. Jackson, I'm afraid I need to talk to your son right away. Thank you. Arnold waits a few seconds for the source to get on the phone. While he's waiting, he gets back in character. Arnold continued. The source, this is Reaper. I am in need of your knowledge. Does a mushroom head white spit snake beat the two-headed fire dragon? Internal (laughs) of Arnold's room the next day. The Bill Cosby impersonators in Arnold's room, <laughs> eating some pudding and making himself at home. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's a good job these guys are overage. Uh, Bill, boy, let me tell you, this pudding is so good. It makes my mouth go squish, squish, boom, plow. Is that a Bill Cosby thing? I don't know. I, I don't get that. Willie, I know exactly what you mean, Mr. Cosby. Arnold, I'm trying to think of a Bill Cosby impersonation. He kind um, of talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> like that. He does, that was, yeah. That was awful, sorry. No, that was very good. That I, know, was very I know exactly what you mean, Mr. Cosby. Arnold. Why do you keep calling him that? His real name is Kenny. He's not the real Bill Cosby. Oh, thank God. Thank God for that. Willie, Arnold doesn't destroy my fantasy unless you would like me to make a penalty for this intrusion. No, I most certainly would not. Mr. Cosby... Would you like me to get you some more pudding? Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm not doing oh, the voice. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I would like for you to get me a picture of me and my new best friend, Exorcessin, with that fancy Kodak camera you got there. He wants a picture with him. He does. Bill, yes, Exorcessin. <laughs> really? For the picture, would you do one of your classic funny faces? And I'll do my Robert De Niro face. Bill, yeah, that sounds like a hoot. Hey, can I see your De Niro face? Willie, anything for you, Mr. Cosby? Willie suddenly (laughs) shapes his face to look like Robert De Niro's. Bill, wow, that was pretty good there. Are you ready for the picture, Mr. De Niro? Willie, (laughs) are you talking to me? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) The two friends have a good laugh together. And Arnold takes their picture while both of them are making their famous facial impressions. The end. Yeah. End scene. Yeah. (laughs) Great. That was fantastic. Uh, took a little curveball with uh, when Bill showed up. I did not expect um, Bill Cosby to show up. I really didn't. No. No, it was good. Um, I guess they wanted to have the picture taken so they could all remember what happened <laughs> the next day. <laughs> I can't remember what happened. <laughs> what, who won? I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, that's brilliant. Uh, so that was uh, The Bet. The Bet. Uh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. It painted a good picture. I knew, I knew, I could see where they were. I got a fair idea of these two guys. Um, and I didn't realise that you were, um, you are a larper. Uh, so you, uh, <laughs> not, you know, <laughs> not, not quite a larper. That's too expensive a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was very descriptive. I like the way the writer had the characters 
proper in character and in see and then just break it going did you get did you go to the comic book shop yeah of course yeah. I did yeah, you know, it, it was good it was uh, it flowed it bounced back nice and forth and then that well let's see who wins the bet and then cut to Bill Cosby's in the bedroom yeah. so obviously <laughs> one of them won I can't remember which one it was good that was good though it was fairly economic it wasn't over explaining things it wasn't you know wasn't spoon feeding you at bits and pops was it you know it was like here's, here's a couple of dorks doing their thing you know it was yeah. good, good being in their company for a little bit that was fun my turn oh and i am i am i'm so blessed this week to uh, open up an email from mark with a script called baby ghost face <laughs> baby ghost face <laughs> baby ghost face <laughs> oh god sometimes oh, people feel- just get it right don't they Sometimes they do nail on the head yes i think and i've like as like we say we've never i haven't read this before mm-hmm I think we dive straight in here. Okay, ready. Fade in. External in the kitchen. Okay. Nighttime, <coughs> outdoor kitchen. Victoria is on the phone in her kitchen with her sister, Mackenzie. Victoria hangs the phone up, walks towards Mackenzie. Victoria, hey Mackenzie, turn it to Channel 4. There's something on the news about a guy named Jason got stabbed to death last night. Mackenzie turns it to Channel 4. Why should I? Well, she already did. Oh, Victoria. Well, she a bit of sass. Victoria. Well, if worth living is what you want, I don't think worth questioning should be said. (laughs) 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 Sorry, can can, can you just repeat that? If worth living is what you want, (laughs) I don't think worth questioning should be said. Oh, man. Hell. Sorry, I'm broke. Yeah. I broke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Carry on. Straight to it. Um, no, 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 no. They both watch the morning news about the murder. Victoria turns off the TV. Gosh, poor guy stabbed to death. That's so sad. Yeah, it just happened out of nowhere, said Mackenzie. Hmm. I think so. Think for a minute. Yeah, I think so, Victoria says twice i'm concerned that it was just a big prank says mackenzie a big prank a big prank this kid just got stabs by some crazy person just killed him for no reason he was just watching a scary movie about a killer cheerleader then just died out of the blue just like scream seriously victoria you're just being such a big scary chicken for crying out loud. <laughs> <A> scary chicken. <sighs> yeah, not a scaredy chicken. I just imagine like a, a chicken with like big human arms, like and human legs, <laughs> like a big scary chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and a black beak. <sighs> I'm sorry for saying that it's just you are taking this thing to personal and it's freaking me out. Can you just stop? Victoria walks to her laptop, a research the killing. Victoria, 
Well, from reading this article about the ghost-faced killer here, to Ooh. strike again. Mackenzie looks at Victoria with an annoyed look. Wow, you seen too much scary movies. Or you might drank too much last night. <laughs> Victoria, shut up. They found blood all over his living room. <laughs> You're losing it. Mackenzie exit out. Victoria boyfriend Tucker comes in. Tucker Thorne. Hey, Victoria Beezer. Victoria. Babe, you know it's Benz's, not Beezer. You crazy. Mwah. Kisses him. Sick burn. Sick burn. Tucker. Yeah, I know. I'm just like playing with you. Don't get all hurt inside. By the way, what are you reading? Victoria. Wow. I'm, I'm reading some... Tucker there. <laughs> I know. He's a controlling uh, character. I He's think, bouncing Tucker. in. Tuck the pace and then he's just controlling the room, isn't he? Straight away. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you doing? What's going on? Yeah. Victoria, I'm reading something about some guy with a knife just killed someone named Jason Miller last night. Did you hear about that or not? Tucker. No, it was not a guy. It was a baby. What? Whoa! <laughs> baby? That's Victoria's um, response. Really? Wow, a baby just killed older people? That really fucked up. Hold on. So the baby killed... So there's a baby killer on the loose. So Tucker has a little inside knowledge here. Mm. Victoria, yeah, I know. A random baby came and just started killing. Victoria didn't... This is just... She's just found out this news. She knows. She knows it. This must be Tucker. That, that yeah, I know. A baby showed up and started killing people. <laughs> yeah, what? not just any baby. A random baby. A random baby. baby. Just started killing. By now, I thought I was going to be an older person again. Okay. Victoria closes her laptop and walks towards the living room couch. Maybe I'm taking this thing way out of control. Tucker comes and sits down next to her. Uh, you think? He says, laughing. Victoria gets mad. Rightly so, Victoria. Don't take that from him. Mm. Tucker, no, I'm kidding around with you. God, calm down. He's an arsehole. I'm not too sure about Tucker. Maybe if it is like Scream. Maybe like... It's 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 not a baby. It's Tucker or something. It's mate, right, and he's that. Who's that guy in Scream? The gangly one. Who's oh, like, hey Sid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Actually, actually, he turns out to be the killer in Scream. So he does. There's a couple of them, isn't there, in Scream? Oh, there is. There is the 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 cool looking one. And one of them's yeah. a boyfriend, and one of them's like the, the the gangly dude. Yeah, that gangly guy. Matthew Lillard and <laughs> Matthew Lillard. Skeet Ulrich, his name is. Um, Mackenzie walks in. Tucker. Hey! Hey, little Miss Mackenzie, how you doing? Hey, Tuck. Good. How you doing? Good. Thanks for asking. Ooh. Hey, have Victoria been telling you about that ghost-faced killer dude? Yeah. She crazy, right? They all have a good laugh. <laughs> Mackenzie, still laughing. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't kill you first. Just having a laugh about the murders. About the murders and how stupid Victoria is. Make sure he doesn't kill you first. Well, if he does, I'll kick his ass, says Tucker. Just kick a baby's ass, yeah. <laughs> a random baby. A random Victor baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Victoria snaps. Shut the hell up, guys. T 
Tucker. Hey, you're the one who's freaking out at this stupid killing spree. Oh, yeah, I mean, come on. Don't overreact when there's a serial killer out there. Yeah. An infant serial killer, don't I? Yeah, but- <laughs> Would imagine like it couldn't get far a baby. I know, yeah. Without someone picking it up, quite quite easy to evade. Yeah, yeah. You just Just, sort of step back, just close a baby (laughs) gate, (laughs) (laughs) run away. There you go. Foiled again. Just clip the baby into a seat, and that's it. You're done. (laughs) Into the back of a car. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Victoria looks terrified. Hey, where's Mackenzie? Mackenzie pops out with the ghost face mask on and scares Victoria. Oh, Mackenzie. Mac- right? Ah! <laughs> I scared you, you little. You little what? Come on, say it, you skinny chicken, says Mackenzie. <clears throat> I'm going to be the bigger person, says Victoria, and I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Tucker. Well, I'm going to head out now, so I'll see you later. Tucker, exit. All of a sudden, Tucker's now gone. All of a sudden, Victoria's phone rings. Victoria reaches for it and answers. Hello? Hello, who is this? Uh, who are you trying to reach here? I don't know. I want to know who I'm looking at. It's a lot lot like Scream, isn't it? A lot like Scream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You little rat. What did she say? I'm going to catch you like a fish. <laughs> well, <laughs> in an annoyed voice. Well, it's Victoria Benzies, for your information. Now leave me alone, okay? Well, well, we got a fierce one here. I like that. Victoria's getting angry. Hey, I'm not the one who calling a 17-year-old girl on a Friday night, you creep. Mackenzie, who who is it? Victoria hangs up her phone. Victoria, some creeper trying to scare me. Mackenzie, it might be someone from your high school trying to pull a Halloween prank on you. Yeah, maybe you're right. Or it could be Tucker, you know, j- just playing a joke on me. I think it's Tucker. Right. Wait, baby ghost face hides behind Victoria. What? Mackenzie looks scared. <laughs> Victoria. <laughs> Concerned? Why do you look scared to me? Mackenzie, scared. Mm, Victoria, maybe you want to turn around? Victoria, playing around. Why is the baby ghost face behind me? <laughs> Mackenzie, uh, uh, what the hell do you think? Turn around. Look, I'm not playing a joke on you right now. Can you please look? Victoria turns around. Mackenzie and Victoria runs towards the room. Okay. Mackenzie's seen baby ghost face. So it can't be Tucker disguised as a baby, surely? Surely it can't, because... A grown man know. in a nappy, like an adult baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just wants to get tucked uh, in. Yeah, oh, those people are weird, aren't it's they? Have you seen them? Barmy. It's absolutely barmy. Yeah, they, they make it out to be all wholesome and that, but it's, oh, it's, no, it's, it's not. No. No, sorry. So either Tucker's an adult baby with a ghost mask on, or there's an actual baby. Blows, blows that theory out the window, didn't he? I'm just thinking of some cab driver getting his nappy chain. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
<laughs> just when I get tucked in, I mean, my life will be yeah, complete. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, internal. Victoria. They've gone into Victoria's bedroom. Victoria locks the door. Mackenzie, out of breath. They've walked. Remember, they've walked all the way to her bedroom. So Mackenzie's out of breath. Call the police now. Victoria dials the cops. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Victoria, hi. My name is Victoria Benzies. Someone is chasing me and my sister. Okay. What's your address, Miss Benzies? My address is seven six three four Glandwood. Okay. Helps on the way. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Mackenzie. <laughs> what did the police say? Oh, uh, they're coming as soon as possible. Victoria slightly opens the door and check. She looked left and right, then she closed the door. Mackenzie, is he there or what? I don't know. Mackenzie starts to cry. Victoria, why are you crying, Kenz? Mackenzie, crying. I don't want to die tonight. I'm so not ready to die yet. Have you seen an 11-year-old girl die at this young age? Oh, she's 11? Wow. Victoria, no, but... Mackenzie, I thought... So, we need to get out of here now. Victoria, look, just calm down. Victoria cracked the door about an inch. Victoria. (gasps) Crap, he almost saw me. Mackenzie starts to cry again. Victoria covers Mackenzie's mouth. Shh, be quiet. Victoria checks again. There's a lot of checking going on. Victoria (laughs) checks again. (laughs) Victoria and Mackenzie that comes out of the room. Why? Why? I think he left. Mackenzie's still crying. See what I told you? It's real, not like in these freaking stab movies and all that other crap. This is real life, and we need to try to survive to make sure no one else gets killed. The cops come five minutes later. Sheriff Turmer. Hello, is anyone here? Mackenzie and Victoria walks towards the living room. Where in the hell were y'all? We almost got killed. (laughs) Southern twang goes to nowhere. The sheriff. We are so sorry. Like it's a late pizza. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mackenzie. He almost killed my sister. He was right behind her. Almost freaking stab her back. Calm down, little one. It's okay. Mackenzie, easy for you. You didn't almost get killed. You were probably eating a jelly donut and hot cocoa or whatever you do when there's no a crime scene or something. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Sheriff Turmer says nothing and left. Just get, just get, I don't blame him, to be fair. He's just getting all sorts of grief off these two girls. Yes, I don't need this. Go finish your donuts. Victoria annoyed. See, they didn't even care about it. They didn't mind if we almost got killed. Didn't they mind. stuck up cops. <laughs> didn't mind, yeah. I don't, I don't really I don't mind. mind. Did they get killed? I Ma- don't mind. I don't mind either way. Mackenzie, well, they stuck up cops. Yeah, I know, but they could have looked for clues or something to find him. It's quite a long script. We've scrolled forward and we're picking it up with Victoria's phone ringing again. Hello? Hello, Victoria. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> Is that the baby saying hello, Victoria? Because I think we've established that it's an actual baby. It's baby Ghostface, sure. <laughs> to see you die right now. Where are you then, huh? 
I'm right outside your door. Victoria walks towards the door, unlocks it and swings it open fast. So where are you? I'm outside. Show your face, shouts Victoria. Show your baby ghost face. I'm just imagining some baby just laying on the porch. Can't even hold its head up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hasn't learned to roll over yet. Yeah, it's a little bit of white sick on the uh, on the decking. Just tried to, like, pick the phone back up. <laughs> it's just chewing on it. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria turns around to see baby Ghostface behind Mackenzie and slice Mackenzie's arm. <gasps> Victoria runs and push baby Ghostface to the wall, but baby Ghostface kicked Victoria to the sofa. <laughs> on the outside? <laughs> think so. Did he just kick Victoria into the house, onto the sofa? <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. Mackenzie, Victoria, look out! Victoria gets up to see Baby Ghostface and moved out of the way. Victoria runs and Baby Ghostface push her to the wall Whoa. and raises his knife. Victoria duck down and get Mackenzie to the room and close it. And Baby Ghostface comes to Victoria. She moves out of the way and runs back to the living room. Okay, guys, you got that? Right, let's start the scene. And action. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? How do you film? How do you film that? People getting oh kicked across God. the room by a baby. Uh, uh, Victoria yelling. Who are you? And um, why are you doing this? <laughs> baby Ghostface, run to Victoria. Victoria runs and to the room that Mackenzie is in and lock it. How bad is it? Really bad, says Mackenzie. Victoria sees Mackenzie's arm bleeding. She gets a towel and covers it while Baby Ghostface bangs on the door. He burst it open. Mackenzie and Victoria runs to the hall while Baby Ghostface is walking Victoria and Mackenzie run to the living room. And Baby Ghostface follows them and stays in the same position. Tension. Got that? Tension. Who are you? Answer my question now, shouts Victoria. I, I, I don't think it matters. It's like, imagine the baby just revealed its identity. And went, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm John Schkamalski. <laughs> oh, okay. Carry on. <laughs> fine, fine, carry on. Baby Ghostface walks slowly towards them and Victoria and Mackenzie walk backwards. But then Baby Ghostface runs towards them. Go, go, Mackenzie, go run and hide. <laughs> Why? Says Mackenzie. Just do it, says Victoria. Mackenzie runs to the room and Victoria stays in the same position. What do you want now, huh? <coughs> Come on. I thought you were one of the big dogs now. <coughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, I like this. I like this. Victoria, she's squaring off. Yeah. This is like the boss. Boss baby. <laughs> baby Ghostface runs towards Victoria. Victoria ducks. And Baby Ghostface knife is stuck. Victoria doesn't have enough time to get Mackenzie. So she went outside. And Baby Ghostface runs towards her outside. They're outside now, continuous. Baby Ghostface is outside with Victoria. She steps back while Baby Ghostface is walking towards her. She has nowhere else to run. Baby Ghostface stands there, silent. <laughs> Probably because it can't talk yet. Let's just imagine the baby's <laughs> silence, like screwing his face up, like. <laughs> I was taking a shit. Stepping a shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, 
Are you going to do something to, to me? Come on, stab me, sucker. <clears throat> Taunts Victoria. Baby Go's face still stands. Still. He holds his knife and runs towards Victoria and stab her in the stomach. Whoa! While Mackenzie pushed Baby Go's face on the floor. Oh, God, this is a bloodbath. Yeah. What the... What the hell just happened? What did you do, Mackenzie? I knock him out with this. What is that? I don't know. Victoria and Mackenzie looks back at Baby Ghostface on the floor. Out cold. So what they did she turn hit him back. With? What happens? She says she hit him with this and she said, what is it? She said, I don't know. No. I don't know. <laughs> um, Victoria and Mackenzie looks back at Baby Ghostface on the floor out cold. They turn back and walk to the kitchen. Victoria, well, that was one hell of a night. Mackenzie, <laughs> yeah, you're telling me, all right? Ah, all right. Wait, let me check real quick if he's still there, um, for we can call the police. Mackenzie, oh yeah, go ahead, uh, check quick. Just forgot all about the baby. One of them's been yeah. stabbed. They've been right? kicked across the room and they're just... Oh, yeah. Wait there. Just check. Is, is the, that killer baby still there? Still where we left him. He didn't tie it up. Didn't take the mask off. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Didn't put it in a car seat. <laughs> <laughs> still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go go ahead and uh, check quick. Victoria went to the window to check if baby ghost face was still there. Uh, Mackenzie, we have a problem here. Mackenzie walks towards Victoria to look outside. What is it? He's gone. He not there on the ground anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What, are you kidding? Uh, no, I'm not. They both look outside the glass door and see him gone. They don't know what to do now. Well, they always come back. They always do. It's no lie that what happens in horror films <laughs> not again says victoria <laughs> they both walk away from the class door and walks away from the kitchen fade out and that's the end of the film that's the end of the film that's the end of the film wow i mean no, I, we, I feel like yeah. the writer definitely ran out of steam towards the end there after the big action <laughs> set piece <laughs> was planning another couple of scenes but was like ah just stop it there that's what happens in films but then early on they were saying this is this isn't a film this is real life it's not one of those dumb stab movies right baby ghost faced uh baby ghost so it was turner in turner tucker how was he involved in all of this i don't know he was just a boyfriend i think he he was there to be a bit of a red herring to make you think that uh like ah, he might right. be the killer and then it was very quickly established in like the first act that oh no actually no it's an actual baby Go right he's out. a sick it can't be him because he's a six foot one yeah 20 year old man <laughs> with thick arm hair yeah. and the killer was a you know foot and a half tall tiny baby with a ghost face mask showed up and started stomping around kicking doors off their hinges and stabbing people I know <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. It was absolutely wild. That was fun, Stu. That was good. This is Dispatch. We have a, a baby running around with a knife. He kicked one girl across the room. How do you want to proceed? Baby ghost. Baby ghost. Baby ghost. Baby ghost. Baby ghost. Baby ghost.
What would you give it out of 10? Look, as it sits, the script, I would go... I think it's imaginative. I'd, go, I'd give it a 5 out of 10. You go for a 5. I, that, that score would be a lot higher if I could actually watch it on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. How are they going to make this? How are they going to make this happen? What would you give it? I, I was open for more of a twist and I was open for like baby Ghostface to be like a, like a clever <laughs> name or something. Not like the most literal thing. But then right, right. you've got to like give credit where it's due. Someone's watched Scream. Well, how could we improve this <laughs> if it was a fucking baby going around killing people? You know, it's like, imagine pitching it. How much, you want, how much will it cost to make? 50 million. Is 80 go and make it now? <laughs> it's scream, but with a baby. <laughs> I mean, you've got you to applaud that, haven't you? So I'm, I'm going I'm to go for a six out of ten. Solid six. Nice. Solid Very six. good. All right. Okay. And what about what about um, my my choice this week? The bet. What do you think about that? I enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was it was well written. Um, there wasn't quite as many typos or spelling mistakes or um, Yoda dialogue as there was in a baby <laughs> ghost face. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to give that a, a strong seven out of ten. I thought that was good. Yeah, I join you on that. I could uh, I could see it. It made me laugh. Um, intentionally and you know as well as unintentionally yeah I, I enjoyed that seven out of ten that was good that was so we're going to stick a poll up on twitter so um anybody who's listening um vote for yourself and it will re- reveal the results in the next podcast see if you enjoyed them as much as we did or or not so much very good yeah let us know let us know what you think um like mark says uh, vote on uh, twitter um and keep sending your scripts in yes absolutely and also if you'd like to send us any stories of um your screenwriting woes or anything like that or, or anything that that um funny that's happened whilst you've been writing as we've uh, mentioned in one of the earlier episodes me and Stu have been writing for a little while unsuccessfully um yeah <laughs> uh, and eventually we're going to get a guest to read out one of our scripts uh, and have a good old laugh at it but um, if if you've anything interesting's happened to you while you while you're, you're writing your scripts or anything good's happened to you writing scripts that you didn't expect, um, send us a tweet and we'll read them out. If you'd like us to read out something you've written, do send it into us at badscreenplacepodcast at gmail.com And remember that all scripts remain anonymous. Thanks again to everyone who sent in scripts for us to read. A special thank you to Andrew Donovan for artwork used on the podcast and to Acast for all their support to make this podcast happen. Check back every Friday for new episodes. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.